What's really good and welcome back to another episode of The Sanchez Show. As always, I'm your host, Eric Sanchez, a.k.a. Legend in Two Games. Make sure you follow me across all social media platforms. Shoot me a like, shoot me a comment, subscribe to the podcast. Every Friday night, I go live as part of the Opinionated One segment here on The Sanchez Show with Will Gordon on Facebook. You don't want to miss it. Great content, great conversations, and I'm giving you some winning NFL picks, man. I hope you've been paying attention. I went 7-1 last week. That's unheard of, unless you're the legend. Now, with that being said, today is Tuesday, October 11th. The LDS of the Major League Playoff kickoff. I was live last night on Facebook. I told you guys we dropping an episode today. It's about an hour before the start of first pitch. So by the time you hear this, the, the first games will just be starting. Just know, whatever I'm recording right now, unless something drastically changes, I can only go off of the information today. So we're going to keep it all baseball. We're going to get back into the football talk on Thursday as I give you guys another Thursday night winner. And then, of course, Friday, we have the uh, live. But today, it's all baseball, man. Now, the first round, I got to recover. I apologize to you guys, man. You guys expect better from me. First round, I was off. I wasn't way off, but I definitely was off. I did say the Guardians were going to win their series, which they did. But I expected Toronto to win their series. They completely fell apart in game two of that series and lost to Seattle. I expected the Cardinals to move on. They completely fell apart in game one, up 2-0, giving up six runs in the ninth inning. And then, of course, I had the Mets winning in three games. The only part of that that I was right about was that it did go three games. I expected that. I just didn't expect the Mets to get one hit in game three. Well, we're on to the second round. We're going to be better for you guys because you deserve it. That's what you expect. So I got to give you better. So let's get right to it, man. Again, this is all baseball on this episode. It's a short episode because I'm an hour away from first pitch. Right now, literally, it is 12.05 p.m. on the East Coast. First game starts at 107. So I got to have this guy have this out for you guys before that game starts because I don't want anyone to ever say or accuse me of picking after games already started. We're going right now before games start. Let's start right away with the first game of the day and the first series. It's the Phillies and the Braves, divisional rivals. They haven't met in the playoffs since 1993, though. Somehow, even though the Phillies and the Braves have both had success over the last 20 years, the Braves are the defending champs right now. But I'm not a big fan of the Phillies. As I told you guys, for the first round, a lot of that still holds true. They still got bullpen issues. They still got defensive issues. And they played the Braves tough this year. They really did. The Braves took the season series uh, 11-8. But in September, the Braves really beat up on the Phillies. They took five of the seven games they matched up there. I like Atlanta. They've got the opportunity to rest. What I really like about Atlanta is not only did they win 101 games and were able to take the division away from the Mets in the final week of the season, but they had to play through the finish line. I always like teams that have to play through the end of the season as opposed to taking their foot off the gas. This little break they had the last couple of days, that was just to recharge their battery. I think the Braves are really good. They also get to go into this playoff run with Ronald Acuna, Acuna Jr., who they didn't have in last year's playoff run. Scott Olsen got hot towards the end of the year. Dansby Swanson got hot towards the end of the year. I like this Braves team. It should be a very good, entertaining matchup because, again, they are divisional rivals. They face each other 19 times this year. But I got the Braves. I like their starting pitching a little bit more. I like the back end of their bullpen better. I, I love their defense. And I love the heart of a champion. I got the Braves winning this series in four games. Great season for the Phillies. They got themselves back on track. Bryce Harper's not 100% right now, so that does hurt them a little bit. But the Braves, I think in four games. I think Philly will find a way to get one of these first two games to keep it very interesting. Then the Braves pull away late. Braves in four. 
That's how I see that one going. Second game of the day, second series we're going to talk about. We're going out to the American League now. The Mariners. The feel-good story of the playoffs. They break a drought of 21 years not being in the playoffs. And they come in and they announce themselves in impressive fashion. They had a shutout in game one in Toronto. Then they come back and score seven runs late in that game in game two to win and move on. The only thing, though, is that by playing that first round, they won't have their starting pitcher, Luis Castillo, for game one. He may not even be available for game two. We got to see how that plays out. But ultimately, they're going against a juggernaut. The Astros were the best team in American League all year. They've got the best pitcher in American League, Justin Verlander, who, if you didn't notice, or maybe you weren't paying attention, was extremely hot in the second half of the season. We're talking about a guy, his last six starts, he threw six innings of no-hit ball in three of those. Against the Seattle Mariners specifically, he went 5-1 and one this year with an ERA of 2.34. So he's been dominant in a five-game series that the Astros had full rest for. He's probably going to pitch at least twice in the series if necessary. If it goes five, he's pitching two games in the series. The Mariners are going to have to find a way to beat him, something that they couldn't do in the regular season and something that they struggled with in general. The Astros took the season series 12-7. to seven. They were 7-3 and three against the Mariners in their last 10 meetings this year. It's a very tall task to ask a young and experienced Seattle team to go up against what has been the best team in the American League for the last six years. The Astros are trying to get to their fourth World Series in six years. Verland has been dominant this year. The offense is still clicking. Even with Carrera out, they're still a great team. I like the Astros, and I would not be surprised if this is a sweep, man. I really wouldn't. The Astros are really, really good, bro. They're really fucking good, man. And for Seattle, again, it's a tall task for them. A, a team that already dominated them in the regular season. Again, to win seven of ten, seven of your last ten matchups, that just shows where the talent lies. And Verlander, even if they get him today in game one, if this gets to game four, game five, you got to beat him again. And I just don't see them winning multiple games against Verlander. It's going to be tough for them. I got the Astros winning this series, and I think it's going to be a sweep. Let's go to what I consider to be the most interesting matchup in this division round series. It's the Cleveland Guardians, the hottest team in baseball. I highlighted this before the wildcard round. They had the best record in September. When you look at how they finished the year, fifth best record overall. Again, if you didn't catch the last episode, let me just break down to you the teams that had a better record than the Guardians coming into the playoffs for the second half of the season. Dodgers had the best record. Atlanta had the second best record. Houston had the third best record. All those teams got buys. The Cardinals had the fourth best. Cleveland had the fifth best. When you look at the, the, the power structure of the second half of the season, the teams that played the best ball, LA, Atlanta, Houston, the only teams that played better ball than, than Cleveland at this point. Cleveland's really good. Cleveland's coming off that sweep. Emotional high. I like this matchup a lot for Cleveland. On the flip side, the Yankees struggled down the stretch. They had the 16th best record after the All-Star break. Everyone knows about the stumbles they had in uh, late July going into August. They weren't as impressive. Remember what I said, too, about teams having to play through the finish line? When I talked about Atlanta and how the division was so competitive and they had to play hard all the way through. And they had to earn that bye. So these last couple of days were kind of a break for them. The Yankees, it was the opposite. This division was wrapped up, even with the stumbles, this division was wrapped up a month ago, month and a half ago. I'm concerned for the Yankees for a number of reasons. One, they didn't have to play through the finish line. Two, Garrett Cole. Don't forget 
Garrett Cole has struggled all second half of the season with the home run ball. At one point, he had given up a home run in eight consecutive games. The bullpen is shaky. Chapman is not a part of this playoff roster. The pitching itself is inconsistent and, and has to be a question mark. Now, the offense, when healthy, they could bang with the best. Nobody can ever question if the Yankees could put up runs. For me, the bigger issue is can they pitch? Are they going to pitch good enough to win this series and beat a very hot Cleveland team right now that's finding ways to win in multiple different uh, areas? They hit when it's when they need to, timely hitting. They pitch well. This is going to be a tough series for the Yankees, man. And I don't like the fact that the Yankees really didn't have to push themselves to get through the finish line. It almost seems like they were able to coast. I don't trust Aaron Boone. I think that's a major advantage that the Guardians have. Terry Francona, a World Series winning manager, a guy who has beat the Yankees in a playoff series before, knows what it takes to win in the Bronx, bringing in the hottest team in September and one of the hottest teams in all of baseball for the second half of the year. I'm saying it now. I've got the Guardians winning this series. I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm taking the Guardians, man. I think it's going to be a great series. I think it's going to be very entertaining. But I, I just am too concerned with the second half struggles of the Yankees, the pitching struggles. Don't forget Garrett Cole last year had to pitch the biggest game of his Yankee career against Boston in that one game playoff. And he stunk up the joint. He did not pitch well at all. I've got major concerns about Garrett Cole. I really do. He's got to show it to me. And more importantly, if he doesn't show it to me in game one, then it really creates doubt with can you come back to him again in a critical game four or game five? How, how much would you trust him at that point? How do we feel about Severino? Has, has Cortez, who this is the most innings he's ever pitched, is he going to be ready? Too many question marks for the Yankees. On the flip side, I love what the Guardians are doing. I think they come in hot. I think they ride the momentum. And I think they stun the Yankees. If they get tonight's game on the Yankees on Garrett Cole, it could be a very short series. I think it's going four. This is a best of five. I think it's going four. I've got the Guardians winning it. And last but not least, uh, another division rival, Padres, Dodgers. This one is a very tough situation, though I, I have to tip my cap to the Padres. The Padres did something that I didn't think they were going to be able to do against the Mets, and that was outpitch the Mets. They did that. But more importantly, they got production up and down that lineup. They really banged around Scherzer. They hit four home runs against him. They banged around Bassett, uh, and they hung tough. They almost had an opportunity to steal the game that the ground pitched as well. The Padres, this is a tough matchup, though. This is the prototypical little brother, big brother, divisional matchup. The Dodgers have dominated this matchup all year. They've dominated it for years. This season alone, the Dodgers took 14 of the 19 matchups, completely dominated the Padres in this uh, season series. They were 6-3 and three against them in September when they really put them away at that point. We knew the Dodgers were going to win the division. We knew they were going to have the best record in baseball. But down the stretch is when the Dodgers really put their foot on the Padres next to even tell them, you're, you're not even in our league. I've got the Dodgers winning this in four. I think the Padres do take one, but it'll be a tall task for them to beat this team. This team is, is so well coached, so much talent up and down the roster. They're on a mission, too, to prove what happened last year was a fluke. They probably were the best team in baseball last year, but they ran into a super hot Braves team. And remember, the Dodgers had to uh, uh, use up a lot of energy just to get to that point because they had to play neck and neck with the Giants all year. This time around, fully healthy, rested, add Freddie Freeman to this team. It's the Dodgers, man. Dodgers in four. So just to recap, I got the Braves finishing off their series in four games. 
I've got the Astros sweeping the Mariners. I think that's a three-game set. That one's going to be over pretty quickly. I've got the Guardians upsetting the Yankees. That's my only upset for this round because I got the Dodgers taking care of the Padres in four. I think the Guardians take care of the Yankees in four. The Guardians were my only correct pick from the first round. Let's let's see if I get them right in the second round. That's not taking anything away from the Yankees either. I don't want that to sound like I'm a bitter Mets fan hating on the Yankees. I'm not. If you tuned into the live, I said it on the live on Friday night. I said it to, to trip young men. I'm rooting for the city, man. If it ain't the Mets, if the Yankees win, so be it. I'll be happy for that. But I just don't trust Aaron Boone. I don't trust his pitching staff. I don't trust how poorly the Yankees looked in the second half of the season. We can't ignore that. That's a large sample size. Telling me second half of the season, 69 games, they went 35 and 34. This is who this is who they are. They did win the season series from Cleveland. I'll give them that. But they haven't played each other since July, which was before the All-Star break. I don't like the Yankees in this spot. That's my one upset for this pit, for this uh, round. Guys, remember, tune in Friday night for the live. Thursday, I'm going to give you guys another Thursday night football pick. We've been winning, man. We've been extremely hot this past week alone. Week five, man, I went seven and one. Unheard of, unless you're the legend, man. With that being said, this is the Sanchez Show. I will see you guys on Friday on the live. Make sure you tune in. We got more 401k picks, more upset picks, and we got to get into the basketball uh, preseason predictions because the season starts next week. So we got NBA and NFL this time around for you guys. Again, follow me across all social media platforms, Legend of Two Games. Make sure you subscribe to the Sanchez Show podcast. I'll see you guys on Facebook on Friday. I'll drop a pick for you guys on Thursday. And I'm out of here.